Hello and welcome to the Pokemon Tea Time, your podcast about Pokemon cards. I am your host, Julian, Mr. Houndu, uh, on Instagram. You can find, the, can find me at, uh, at Mr. Houndu. And I'm Sean, uh, otherwise known as the Pokemon Noob on Instagram. So welcome to this first episode of uh, the Pokemon Tea Time. Uh, we're going to discuss about uh, cards, uh, in case you didn't get it, but uh, anything Pokemon really. Uh, I don't think we're going to limit ourselves just to, to Pokemon cards. Um, so I'm, I'm, I'm Julian, I'm a, I'm a French guy living in Switzerland. Um, I've been into Pokemon since I was a kid. I played uh, uh, Red and Blue on, uh, on, my, uh, on my Game Boy uh, when they, they first released in, uh, in the 90s, uh, the, the, the good old 90s. And um, I've uh, come to uh, collect Pokemon cards since um, the end of the summer of uh, 2020. Um, yeah, and uh, and uh, and since then I've uh, kept on uh, on on the fire. I've opened uh, uh, an Instagram page uh, to uh, to talk about this, uh, share my 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 best uh, pieces, and uh, and uh, we've decided to 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 do to uh, to do this podcast with uh, with Sean. Uh, Sean, maybe you can give a few words about yourself. Yeah, um, yeah, just like uh, Julian. Um, uh, well, I'm based in the UK, in London, to be exact. Uh, but yeah, but just like Julian, been a long time a fan of Pokemon. Um, watched loads and loads of Pokachu uh, across, you know, the whole of the, the lockdown period in 2020. Um, and yeah, just really, you know, caught the the Pokemon collecting bug. Um, started buying away in, in the summer of last year. And now, yeah, we're here in 2021. Like, you know, looking looking forward to every single set that's coming our way this year. Uh, if only we can get our hands on it. And uh, yeah, hopefully throughout these uh, podcast uh, episodes, uh, we'll be able to give you our perspective as a, an everyday collector uh, and yeah, share those loves and frustrations of the hobby. Yeah, there's, there's, there's a lot of both, huh? really. <laughs> Um, and just a yeah. few words maybe about uh, how we, we know each other. So Sean and I used to work uh, for the, the same company. Uh, so back in 2017, I think we started working together, uh, 17, 2018, 2019, and a bit of 2020 because you left the company last year. I'm still working for this company, uh, but we kept in touch. Um, and uh, mm. yeah, really bonded over Pokemon uh, over the, the past few months. Uh, I, I encouraged you to to create your your Instagram page, and you did it, and you you got quite a bit of success. And I was like, oh, okay, well maybe I should do it too. <laughs> um, so yeah, I'm, I'm one for for putting myself out there. And I was like, oh, I'm not going to do this. It's going to really fail. And Julian was like, oh, go on, just just do it. You got nothing to lose. So I did it, posted my first picture of, of one of my uh, Pokemon cards and the light started flooding in. And, and this was like just after the Logan Paul hype. Uh, and yeah, it, it's just been... We caught the train at the right time for this. So. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, should we get into the first topic of today? Let's go. We have a lot to discuss today. So our first topic of the day is Shining Fates, uh, the, the most awaited uh, set of the year so far, at least. Um, are you excited for... Yeah, are you excited for it, Sean? Can't wait. I have 
up as much pre-orders as I possibly can. <laughs> I've got pre-orders with game, pre-orders with chaos cards. I've got pre-orders with chase games. At every retailer you can possibly think of, I've got a, a, a Shining Fates pre-order. <laughs> I think if I was, if I'm successful in getting all of the packs, I should have a total of like seventy-four packs across nice. all of the different products. Nice. Um, but I highly doubt I will get my full allocation, so um, we can redraw. Ah, I think you will get it eventually, but that's the topic. So let's 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 just talk about it right after. So uh, I just wanted to, to 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 tell you, like, yeah, we're going to have some uh, some pin collections. We're going to have a nice ETB. Uh, in terms of the cards that are going to come in this set, we are expecting these gold, beautiful gold Eternatus uh, gold cards, black and gold cards. So uh, you didn't have enough Eternatus cards. Here are some more, <laughs> but this time, this time, really, I think they they really look amazing. I actually own these uh, Japanese ones because I just could not resist. I like the design so much. This black and gold for me, it's uh, it's just so beautiful. And uh, and uh, of course the big boy, uh, the the Charizard G uh, V Max, not G Max, V Max, the shiny one. Uh, any thoughts on that, Sean? Yeah, God, who doesn't like a Charizard? <laughs> and uh, I've been quite fortunate to pull both of the Charizards out of Champions Path. I also pull the Charizards out of Darkness Ablaze. So uh, I'm really looking for the home run uh, by pulling this Charizard Femax shiny yeah. in Shining Fates. Uh, I just really, really hope I pull this. I really want to complete the set. 74 um, But packs. yeah, I also... Yeah, 74 packs. Who knows? Who knows? It it's probably going to be one of those. Right? <laughs> it can only dream. can only dream. Yeah, You've yeah. been lucky so I've been, I've been very lucky, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I think I pulled um, both Charizards out of Champions Path within 70 packs. I believe nice. it's on average one in 100 packs. So, yeah, very lucky. Yeah. Um, yeah, also That's... really love these gold cards too. Um, but what I don't get about the gold cards, it's not very system because what we've seen so far is we've got a... Amazenta and Azation the gold yeah. base set Sword and Shield. Um, but then for the rest of the Sword and Shield set, it's basically a gold shiny vault. Yeah, no you're other correct. Gold cards. There's, there's, um, there's a again, bit of a, of a lack of uh, consistency with the, the gold cards in the, in the Sword and Shield sets, right? Um, and yeah, it's, it's like... The, the, so you've had Zamazenta and Zation uh, get their V uh, gold and uh, and now the black and gold are going to be as promos in the in the special ETBs that are coming in Europe a little bit later than in the US. But uh, if you're watching from the US, you have them already available at your hands right now. Uh, but uh, yeah, Eternatus uh, is not a V Max, so it didn't get uh, the, the the regular V. Sorry, it didn't get um, a, a rainbow car card. Sorry, and um, but uh, the Eternatus VMAX called a, a rainbow card. So yeah, like there's not really any consistency uh, among the gold cards in uh, in, yeah. in the sets, right? Uh, I have to, I have to say that Eternatus V uh, VMAX uh, uh, rainbow rare is just I think that's one of my favorite rainbow cards in Sword and, uh, in, in Sword and Shield. Um, 
It's a bit underrated card, and I think it's going to be one of those cards that people really appreciate in years to come when yeah. people look back at the, at the game and look at, you know, it was one of the most iconic Pokemon of, of the game. So, um, yeah, it's definitely one that I think will grow on people in time. Yeah, and I, I don't know how I feel about this gold one in particular uh, because it's a lot of, uh, like... Uh, uh, geometric uh, shapes and uh, yeah, I don't know if it's going to to look that great compared to the the rainbow one, which is uh, popping very colorful. But anyway, yeah. the news today uh, we wanted to talk about was the allocation for uh, shining fates in Europe. Uh, we got bad news, right? Yeah, it's not looking good, is it? Um, we've seen. Yeah, lots of people talking about this already. Um, Randolph, one of the prominent UK YouTubers, he also has his own uh, Pokemon shop as well called Pokerand, uh, yeah, .net. Um, and yeah, he put up quite a, a emotional um, video about how he, he, he feels about the allocation uh, for China Fates. And yeah, it's just a bit sad, really, that, you know, the rest of the world really will, <laughs> or America, will have... We don't know the allocations there, but they're going to have way more stock than the UK and Europe will. Yeah, um, there's Pokemon Japan, there's Pokemon US, and then there's the rest. And uh, unfortunately, we are a bit left behind when it comes to uh, to to the uh, the stocks and allocations and so on. Uh, so Randolph made the the announcement that he would get five to six percent of the. Uh, products that he ordered from his uh, uh, retailer, no, this, not um, not retailer, but uh, uh, supplier. Supplier, and uh, yeah, the, the news has been uh, taken uh, and shared uh, among other channels. So that's why I put also a, a Swiss uh, example here to to show that it's uh, it's going to be the same everywhere in Europe. Really, it's not just the UK. Um, yeah, the situation is is uh, unfortunate. Uh, so it doesn't mean that we're not gonna get the product. Huh? It just means that we're going to get them uh, way later than everybody else. Uh, uh, on Instagram, it will feel a bit uh, a bit uh, sad for us, right? Uh, they are all going to help yeah. the US, and uh, and we're going to be still there waiting for something. <laughs> it's always the case. Every every Pokemon set that comes out, we somehow see the US basically open up to boxes upon booster boxes worth of, of cards uh, like a month in advance uh, to our release dates. Yeah. Um, and it kind of ru- ruins a bit of the fun for us. Um, but going back to that um, allocation, take it, all of the UK, pro- all of the English uh, product must be imported into the UK, which means... The English card stock for the for mainland Europe must be even worse than the UK because yeah. obviously the UK is going to get serviced first as an English speaking nation and then Europe after that. So it might be an even worse case for you. Yeah, thanks for reminding me of that. But uh, yeah, I think I think for the for for I mean Europe is a bit of a of a particular case because we have the set in English, but we also have the set in French, we also have the set in Portuguese, we also have the set in German. Uh 
Um, so so I don't know where the, the the other versions are printed really because uh, I don't know if there's any importation for the for the for the cards in the other languages. So it might actually be better if you're uh, expecting the cards in uh, in uh, in French or in uh, in German. Uh, that might be weird for me because like uh, the the allocation might be uh, easier, uh, better uh, in in German in Switzerland where I'm living. And uh, so I would be just like tempted to buy the product in the language that I'm not collecting. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that that's a bit of a of a weird one. And uh, uh, among the news that were shared, so we've got a few more details about what products uh, would be easier to find than others. Uh, so it looks like the pin collections are going to be a little bit uh, easier to find. Uh, and I mean, when I say a little bit, I really mean a little bit because it's, uh, as, as, if I remember well from the, the, the news that Randolph shared, it was uh, slightly above 10% of what he ordered that uh, would be available. Correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah, he was mentioning that the obviously the, the, the most uh, desired product, the ETB, uh, the EV uh, promo, uh, will be the worst hit uh, out of all of the, the products, which is unfortunate. Um, but yeah, it, yeah, I think at this rate, anyone would be happy with any Shining Fates product, even yeah. the the Gala Eatons. I think people would be happy with as long as they can get yeah. their hands on it. Yeah, I pre-ordered today some more. Actually, I didn't tell you because uh, I'm, I'm a bit of a, a secret buyer, as you as you know. Uh, I pre-ordered the the, the four uh, pin collections uh, just uh, just to make sure I get something uh, alongside the three tins, you know, not the the Shining Fates tin that are, that are arriving, but like the new ones with like the the Mew V and the, the Slowbro V and the, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. the Lucario V, which are just reprints. But like, it's just such a so difficult to get our hands on anything right now that I thought like. Well, you know, it's in two weeks. Uh, like it's the 19th of February that it's releasing, so it's it's maybe a bit more than two weeks, three weeks. But uh, but yeah, like let's let's pre-order now and uh, and see what happens uh, because yeah, I mean that's all we can do, right? Like we cannot go shopping and we can only like pre-order things or and, and cross our fingers that we get the the actual products. So, yeah, it's. Um... I suppose we can delve into a bit about what what's behind this allocation. Why why is it the case that uh, we're only getting such a small amount? Um, and that is down to the fact that um, in the moment at the moment in the UK, uh, ship imports are at max. Uh, they're totally bottlenecked, uh, and they're really struggling to get uh, freight off ships fast enough to service the UK and, and mainland Europe. Um, so yeah, they, they basically, obviously, must have missed a a scheduled docking uh, mm-hmm. in February, which they've had to postpone by a couple of weeks. Um, and what they've done instead is to make sure that the UK and Europe has something to, for launch. They they're flying in a product via air freight into the UK, so that's why uh, it's such a small volume. Because obviously, with air freight, you can only get so much product onto a plane. Um, and it's also yeah, much that, more expensive to to handle. Exactly. Yeah. Um, yes. Yeah, so it's, it's definitely be a lot more expensive. But you, the way things are going though in the market, I think people are happy to pay a premium now just to get their hands on product on time. Because if you think about it, with all of the delays in postage, the release date's the nineteenth, but we probably won't even get the products 
till a week later yeah. because of the posting. In in Switzerland, we we just started getting the the the, the, the reprints for uh, Hidden Fates that were that that have been available since I think more than a month already in in the in the US. Uh, so just just like since a couple of days, we have the the new teens, uh, and normally the ETBs are on the way. So that just gives you an idea. Like one month delay is not to be uh, like I think it's not an not underestimating if we say that it's going to be one month delay to to get things so so yeah situation. i think another issue with this uh, allocation i think it's going to be uh, the story of 2021 with all pokemon set releases i don't think this is going to improve this this side of the year um I know, uh, I think there's a channel, what's he called? Alpha Investments. And he made a really good video talking through how uh, Pokemon are going to obviously scale their production and distribution. Uh, and, you know, we will only see that those benefits in 2022 uh, at the earliest. So, yeah, I think it's going to be a, another tough year uh, getting our hands on any uh, sets. Yeah. Yeah, 2022, right? Um yeah, and uh, yeah, hopefully things get a little bit better by 2022 then. But like, yeah, it's 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 a bit of a shame because it's like the year of the the 25th anniversary, and uh, we're all excited about the products. And uh, and uh, at the end of the day, all, all that we can do is uh, is watch the is watch the US get the things first, and actually get also a low quantity because I think they have announced that the allocation for the US might not fulfill uh, everything that has been ordered either. So uh, so. We might not be the only one who are going to be frustrated with the sh uh, shining fates, but um, yeah, it's going to be a year when you need to be a bit uh, uh, patient uh, for sure. And uh, and uh, it's going to you, you will see like we we're going to to continue talking about other topics. Uh, maybe we can start uh, into the next one, but like it's going to be an ongoing theme: uh, patience, patience, patience. Um, so in in. In, yeah, sorry. So it's going to be hard for us to to get these beautiful cars that we are uh, all looking to get. Uh, another topic, yeah, is the uh, is the the, the, the YouTube uh, world that is uh, also like throwing oil at the fire, right? Uh, we are all yeah. having troubles uh, getting our hands on on products. And we got all the, the YouTubers, uh, not only YouTubers, but like social media in general, trying to hype up everything. Uh, that's what we've noticed recently, right? Yeah. And yeah, there's, there's so many Pokemon uh, YouTube channels out there uh, all around the investment piece. And it it's quite scary how they say stuff and, and how people take it on. Uh, so there was one YouTuber recently, he was saying, oh, you know, there's massive growth in booster boxes um, in sets such as um, Team Up and Cosmic Eclipse. And uh, he was also talking about uh, Vivid Voltage and, and basically all of the, the Sword and Shield era sets. And he's basically saying, oh, um, you know, buy these now because there's no planned uh, prints for these in, in, in the short term. But like, yeah, there might not be, but there's no way the Pokemon company's going to go do one print run of base set Sword and Shield and Vivid Voltage. Uh, they're definitely going to reprint these again. It might not be this year, but it's definitely going to be within 
18 months and 24 months. And, you know, if people go out there thinking, oh, this set is never going to get printed again, start buying booster boxes for £300 or you know, $300, you know, a lot of people are going to be burnt. Um, yeah. Yeah, I think it's be a, a bit sensible with how they listen to these uh, Pokemon investment channels. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Uh, I feel like it, it's a lot of uh, a lot about uh, uh, a bit of a, the fear of missing out, and uh, uh, yeah, I mean, realistically, like there's so many products that are that are supposed to release this year. I can understand the the fear, like oh my god, I have not finished uh, completing my Vivid Voltage uh, uh, set list, and uh, what what am I going to do if I cannot uh, get my hands on those products? Well, maybe I should buy. Uh, some more uh, booster boxes right now where they are still uh, somehow affordable uh, rather than wait uh, a couple of months uh, and, and see if they, they reprint it or not. Um, so it's, 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 once again, it's a question of, uh, of being patient. But, uh, but yeah, we, 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 we really need to be, uh, like you said, sensible about uh, what, we, what money we're spending and not just listen to... Listen, the, the the influencers were uh, were telling 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 stuff, which is true. Like they they, they are not planning on reprinting uh, this this sets like in the next month because they're obviously like fo- focused on all the, the new releases for uh, February and March. But like they are re- they are managing to reprint Hidden Fates. Uh, we've seen Hidden Fates in in December. They are managing to reprint. Uh, uh, the Sun and Moon uh, sets, uh, Cosmic Eclipse, sorry, like you just mentioned. So, yeah, it's just a question of like, if you cannot find it now, you're going to find it later for sure. It's not a set, it, these are not sets that are going to be uh, left aside and uh, never going to be reprinted for sure, especially like Vivid Voltage, which just released. Yeah, just, just look at uh, XY Evolutions. That set came out five years ago and it's, yeah. it had a very recent print run. Yeah, uh, for five five years on, um, so I think people just need to be careful with what how they spend their money, and um, you know, it's it's just driving up prices for everyone, um, and it's quite frustrating because during this lockdown, uh, one of those uh, things that has you know like a, a bit of a hobby to do, and you know, take my mind off work, for example, is is to open packs. Yeah. And uh, sometimes I just want to, you know, even if it's a set, I'm I'm not, you know, trying to you know, get a master set completion of. I'm keen to just you know, get it and you know at a reasonable price and open it up. Um, but you know, I was the other day I was looking at I was looking at e, uh, not eBay Amazon, and there was a Unified Minds booster box for two hundred pounds. Yeah. And six months ago, I'd been like, God, who's who would be crazy to buy that? pay no more than a hundred pounds but now i'm like looking at it going ah 200 pounds that's not so bad really i need to take a step back and go no that is insane really like that is still highly likely to be reprinted at some point um, do i really need to spend this amount of money on, on a booster box uh, just because the investment channels and scalpers are just inflating the prices in the short term yeah yeah so we need to be patient. That's once again the, the conclusion with uh, with these. Um, 
and and yeah like there, there might be some some extra stocks that are going to to be available when the some of the shops which are not necessarily allowed to to sell right now reopen or like really i don't think it's it's worth investing so much money in in all the current sets uh that are running out of print right now but are going to be reprinted very soon That leads us to our next topic, which is uh, the, the the singles. Uh, we've talked about uh, what's going to release. Uh, we're, we've talked about what's uh, already on the market, and uh, now we need to talk about the secondhand market. Uh, so let's talk about eBay and uh, and uh, the difficulty we have to find good cars on eBay right now. Yeah, um, yeah. Back in uh, last summer. Um, I bought a whole Team Rocket holo set in a space of a few days. Uh, there was hundreds upon hundreds of listings, uh, and there was a lot of good quality cars for reasonable prices. Uh, but what you find now, um, so many people are just buying up and cornering the market in the, for these sets. You're only seeing a, a, a small number of listings, and most of them, the quality of the cars are really... Really not that great, and so as you, as you see here, a lot of people put like near mint and PSA nine or PSA ten question mark. <laughs> it's just quite funny, really, and uh, yeah, yeah, cars are just not there. Yeah, you, when you check the the back, it's usually when uh, you 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 cannot make any mistake. Yeah, it, it's obvious, like uh, all this whitening the 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 edges which are uh, damaged and and so on, and. Uh, yeah, I think uh, we, we've we've met uh, pretty much the same problem. Like, there's less uh, uh, there's less cards available, and there's more people who want to buy them. Uh, and sometimes you end up on uh, on listings which are having quite uh, quite a bit of uh, popularity. And uh, at the end of the day, the card is actually not that great. Yeah, I think that also goes for PSA cards as well. Um listen to the first edition podcast the other day and um tom on that podcast was saying he tried buying a psa card for a family member for christmas and he said he just couldn't find anything um, yeah. you know for that poke and it's quite shocking but it's true uh, i think with the sort of backlog of psa grading um what is on the market is just being snapped up yeah by, by these scalpers um but then again, who knows? We'll see what happens when, when the market gets flooded <laughs> with the hundreds of millions of cards that will come back. Yeah, exactly. We're a bit in a, in a weird situation right now where the best cards have been, have been bought but have not necessarily been graded yet, uh, at least from the people who are planning to sell. And, uh, and, uh, and yeah, it, it's, it's getting harder to, to find cards in, in good condition. Uh, I'm also, I also want to mention uh, Card Market, which is the, uh, the Europe equivalent of uh, TCG Player. So it's a marketplace where you can buy uh, uh, cards by, uh, sold by uh, individuals, by, uh, uh, by, by people like you and me, but also by stores. Um, and uh, yeah, here is really like uh, a place where you need to be uh, even more careful because uh, the appreciation of the near mint uh, or any 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 uh, any type of uh, of card is uh, is uh, is really um, left to the individual themselves. And uh, and here you you usually don't get too many pictures of the the, the cards that you're going to to buy. Here I put the example of uh, a Zekron. 
uh, full art from the uh, black and white set and uh, and you can see uh, among the I guess 20 around 20 cards that you that you can see right now that are in uh, excellent condition or more you can only see five of them and uh, and yeah if you if you take the risk to to buy a card which you cannot see a picture of uh, you might end up with bad surprises. That happened to me for for Christmas. I wanted to buy uh, this Zekrom for my uh, little brother, and I bought it in a near mint condition. And that's the card that I got in the end. Uh, as as you can see, uh, that's what the seller called near mint, and it actually uh, I actually left a bad review, of course, because like uh, this is this is I don't I don't I cannot even describe this. Like when I saw this, I was I was horrified. To be honest, it was uh, I was like, am I really going to? turning up in the corners yeah i don't know what's 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 happening with this card uh i guess yeah it's uh it's just yeah it, it's just horrible honestly like i i when i when i had to gift that card uh, lucky me my, my brother is not a big collector so it was uh, uh not necessarily paying too much attention to the defects of the card but uh but yeah, and so I left a bad uh, a bad review to the uh, to the seller. But uh, the seller came back to me and he was like, uh, "What is it? Uh, that's not true. The card was in good condition. I have pictures. Uh, get a life. Uh, stop annoying people and stuff." And I was like, "What? <laughs> Are you kidding me?" So I sent these pictures to the to the seller actually to to say that uh, he was completely uh, out of his mind and uh, that the card that he sent was uh, I, I cannot even say like this is this, what is it is it heavy played is it uh, is it uh, damaged I don't, I don't even know how to describe it that's that's not gradable that's not gradable <laughs> um, maybe, maybe you're trying to scam it Julian did you swap out the card <laughs> did you have a heavy played version yourself <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah I could have said that but uh yeah, but just 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 as a note, like uh, the, the 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 amount of good cards available on the market right now is very scarce. So if you see also a, a deal that looks a little bit too good to be true, there's a good chance that you're not going to be too happy with the with the the product that you have in your hands in the end. Absolutely, and just to yeah talk about my own personal experience uh, with card market is it's the whole a pretty terrible user experience just for e-commerce wise um you, you're buying something that you can't see and with pokemon cards it's like the most important thing every single card is unique uh, every single card has its own you know um you know, imperfections and you you, know, you want to assess that for yourself through pictures and 99 percent of all listings on card market have no pictures but then when you go and send a, a message to the a seller can I see the pictures of the Zekrom? Just don't even respond. <laughs> you either buy it or you don't, and and you, know, you take that risk. Yeah, and yeah, it's it's really poor to be honest. I don't know how they can't for a solution that has more pictures because I, I think for each listing, a, a seller can only upload one picture of the card. Um, which is just shocking, really. Some, um, some sellers are doing good. Right? They 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 take uh, the, the the front and the back, and then they they. They put them together, and uh, you can see both sides on on the same picture, and uh, and uh, that's great. But that's really really the minority. I think I think there's a lot of people who try to trick you and take advantage of the fact that that you cannot see the the card to uh, to uh, to uh, to send you something that is not as good as you you would have expected to to find. Um, I would say like there's there's a lot of honest sellers as well. Like uh, don't be scared of this platform. Uh, but for the uh, if you're if you're looking into buying something that is a bit more 
valuable and then when i say more valuable i'm saying like just more than 10 euros uh, uh i think it's worth uh, asking the seller for a picture and if they don't send you a picture of the card then it's usually a bad sign anyway maybe they, they are just trying to hide it from you so uh so don't do like me don't buy uh, this uh, a card like this get this zekrom without uh, seeing the picture of it uh, before and uh and uh, you're, you're, you're going to have a much better experience than me, for sure. <laughs> Another thing to raise as well for any uh, newbies out there um, is the fees. Um, if you're not prepared to set up a direct bank transfer um, into card market, you have to uh, pay through PayPal. And mm-hmm. if you choose to go through PayPal, um, I believe you have to pay something like 5% on top of yeah, the correct. card yeah but that's um, that's the that's uh because it's a german company and uh it's very normal for e-commerce to offer like bank transfer uh kind of solution at least in switzerland it is and i think in germany it is as well uh you you you, you can order and then after you order you're supposed to to directly send a bank transfer to uh to the company from which you're buying and it's just if you want it a little faster uh you would do that but like yeah, it's it's a bit of a. I think it's just a different mindset here. I think it's just a, a cultural difference between. Uh, you you would never do that in the UK, right? When you, when you buy something, you just use your credit card and uh, and that's it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 Um, that leads us to our to our next topic, which is also actually very related to what we've been talking uh, right now. It's really the. Um, sorry. Ah, yeah, sorry, we forgot about uh, mentioning that we were actually considering uh, buying cards from the US right now. True, yeah. Um, There's uh, obviously with Brexit happening, um, every um, purchase you you make on eBay outside of the UK, you had to pay a 20% VAT on top of, um, which you would do anyway, but... um, Prices are obviously inflated uh, because people are charging euros uh, and you now have to pay as well or a lot of the time a customs fee when that package enters uh, the UK and, and vice versa with Switzerland. It's, it's obviously an issue you've had for many years, uh, yeah, but it's, it's a new thing for the UK uh, with Europe. So, yeah, uh, we've been looking towards the US now because we've seen a lot of listings I don't know, on average, would you say 20, 30% cheaper yeah. um, than yeah. K-listings? Yeah. Um, uh, just, just more definitely. choice on average. There's a, there's yeah, definitely. a bigger selection. Uh, yeah, it's just getting that balance of getting the right price and for the extortionate postage of like, I think most of the time it's around £20. Um, and then obviously the customs fees on top. Um, but with, the, with there being more choice uh, and and lower prices, it might be an alternative to more of your cards uh, from the US. Yeah, absolutely. I'm I'm currently bidding on the on the on the card that I that I cannot find uh, anywhere in Europe right now uh, on the US listing. So uh, fingers crossed that I can get it. And uh, yeah, the price is actually quite interesting. So if you add uh, the, the delivery, of course, it, it makes things a little bit more expensive than if you, you were buying from a neighboring country, because I'm speaking of a, from a Swiss perspective here, uh, we're a country that is pretty much on its own in terms of, uh, importing rules and so on. So whether you import something from the UK or from the US, it actually doesn't make much of a difference in the end, because we, 
you need to pay for the deliveries and you need maybe, maybe that's where you can you can reduce a bit the cost and then you have to pay for the the customs fee if you if you import something that is above a certain price so uh so yeah considering buying from the us right now as well uh because uh prices are a bit cheaper so if you manage to keep the value under a certain amount then it might be interesting and then if if you order uh above that amount then it's uh, also worth ordering more and uh, if more is available like like more is available in the us so i was looking into uh graded cards the other day i was looking into a certain uh a few full arts that i'm currently looking and uh I was really considering buying from from one of these sellers from the US because uh, they have more product available and then you can bulk buy. You buy like for, I don't know, a few hundreds and uh, okay, yeah, you have to pay the, the custom fee, but like it's it's much lower if you if you if you if you get uh, uh, the fee from a bigger order. So uh, so yeah, that's uh, that's that's the mindset right now. Uh, here's a question to you. Um, Hearing all of the YouTubers talk about the the PWCC auctions, um, I always felt like that was sort of out of reach uh, because obviously it being a US based auction, um, you had to pay um, those customs fees and, and the, the uh, delivery fees. Now that you're looking to buy those cars in the US, will you consider bidding on some of those PWCC auctions? No, I don't think I'm ready for this yet. <laughs> but uh, it's it's really just because I'm not buying this uh, this this uh, vintage uh, uh, listings that that go for for really high high price right now. But uh, I mean, yeah, I think if if I was looking for uh, uh, I don't know uh, the the Munch promos in in a, in a nice PSA grade, uh, yeah, I think I would consider that. Yeah. Of, uh, of course, I I just I mean I'm not super super experienced with buying expensive either, so I don't know if there's like a trick. If you cross a certain limit, you get charged even more. I don't know that th there might be something. So I just yeah I need to to be a bit careful and uh, 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 maybe experiment a little bit or at least get information because experimenting is not always a good thing to do, especially when you're spending uh, this kind of uh, of money. But uh, in theory, yeah, in theory I should be. Uh, able to to be interested in this kind of uh, listings as well and you I think too. It, i think it all depends on how um honest the customs papers are <laughs> to the value of yeah. what's inside i mean if you take it for granted that you're going to be uh charged uh it's actually pretty clear like the the, the system they have like you have uh the uh, the handling fees and then you have the uh, a certain uh, uh, percentage uh, for for the VAT and so on that you need to add on top of the of the product so it's actually quite easy to to calculate but uh, but yeah it's it's about finding the right inf information because like there's different zones if you order from certain area of the world you might have to pay more and and so on so so it's a bit complicated, uh, but yeah, I think if I keep the the orders uh, below a certain price, that should be fine. I've tried. I, I I think the biggest order I've made right now is around three hundred dollars, and uh, and that that resulted into a forty francs uh, kind of uh, uh, customs fee. So not too bad overall. Not too bad. While we're on the topic of um, U.S. prices and options. Um, Pokemon PokemonPrice.com uh, is the go-to website to find out whether or not you're paying a good price for a card. Uh, everyone uses it. 
um, looking at all of the last sold prices of their PSA cards. Um, but I think there's a real issue looking at that from a European perspective. Because obviously, we've already said, there's a, lot, there's a much more um, variety of, of offers uh, out there in the US. Um, and it looks to me as well that PokemonPrice.com only accounts for US sales because it's always in dollars. And I could see my sales ever go on there of PSA cards that I've purchased. So I think we need to take those prices with a bit of a pinch of salt because in the UK, we definitely pay a bit of a premium just because there's just, it's a demand and there's a low supply. Yeah. So um, I don't know, how do you feel about using it? Yeah, I've, when I use it, I usually I just use it as an indicator to, to, to see where the price is on average. And then I try to add... Uh, uh, I, I need. I know I need to add a little bit of. Uh, uh, I don't know, like twenty percent uh, of the price to uh, to be realistic when uh, when you import it and when you add. Uh, I don't know the the exchange rate and uh, the potential custom fees and and so on. So uh, so yeah, they're not realistic. I'd say like you 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 need to compare also with uh, what's being sold here because like we are saying the U.S. is better since earlier, but we have products uh, in in Europe as well, and we can find we can find stuff if we're lucky. I have uh, I have bought a few uh, PSA. Uh, um, slabs uh, from, uh, from 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 uh, the local uh, uh, the local markets too, and I could find something. Uh, and it's actually, I mean, you you need to 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 weigh everything in. It's I think it's worth if if the the product is rare, if it's uh, not usually available uh, to to look over there. Um, but you you're gonna find stuff around here as well. Uh, it's just uh, you need a bit uh, more patience, and uh, and you might get, you might get a little bit disappointed depending on what you're buying as well so i don't know yeah it's it's something i, I usually like pokemon prices I, I i i use it like like everyone to get an idea of the the trends on the market it's always nice to see like uh, okay this card has been uh, on the rise recently or it's actually been uh, decreasing a little bit or so on so that that's good to know like more about the trend around the card but like if you want to know the real price you're going to pay you actually I don't know, you're going to, to check the, the last store listings on eBay or you're going to check card market to see uh, what's going, what is going on in the, in the, the second-hand market. So, yeah. Yeah, and, and I think some, sometimes it comes down to the auction you're bidding on. Um, the price is determined by the market. Um, if there's a, <laughs> you know, a lot of people bidding on the card, then yeah. there's obviously interest. So, um yeah, it was. I I wouldn't say I blindly purchased a card, but I definitely I purchased a card where where I didn't research enough about the price of it, and that was my first edition Rockets Moltres card. Um, I just sort of a rough idea of what these first edition cards were being sold for in recent sales, and basically just went right. Um, let's just keep going uh, until we hit around the four hundred mark. Um, but luckily. Didn't- Went to for was it three three hundred and seventy two pounds it went for, um, but yeah even at that point I just took a it was a bit of a gut instinct, um, but there's lots of people bidding on that listen as well. And did you did you make a good deal in the end? Was it uh, the right price? Uh, I think so. It's it, it's um, one of the most expensive sales out there for the card. Um, but there's been higher sales in the U.S. since of yeah. around 400 
Um, so yeah, it, I, I definitely haven't, you know, I don't think I've been scammed or ripped off. Uh, but anyway, I, di- I didn't buy the card to flip it. Um, I bought this as a, a piece uh, to enjoy for years to come. Yeah. And um, yeah, it is what it is. If it maintains its value, I'll, I'll be happy. Uh, but in the end of the day, it doesn't really matter. Uh, I see it as a, as a cost of uh, buying a piece of art. True. And that actually leads us perfectly to the next topic, right? Uh, we are going to talk about uh, some crazy prices we've seen on eBay recently for singles. Um, so we, I, I just, I was, I mean, I've been looking into uh, some of the the Radiant collection card recently, and uh, and uh, uh, we know what's happening right now in the market that uh, no products are available, and that uh, people are willing to maybe spend a little bit more because uh, they, they are not going out uh, that much for, uh, I don't know, uh, get a drink with friends or so on. So they know they have maybe a little bit more budget to, to spend on, on this kind of uh, things that they would not necessarily do usually. And, uh, and yeah, if you, if you check, uh, if you check the, the prices uh, recently, you might be surprised by how high the prices are going for right now. Like this is the, what I'm showing you right now is uh, so the Charizard uh, Uncommon from um, it's the Generation set uh, and it's the subset the, the Radiant Collection in the Generation set so a set from 2016 and this is an uncommon card an uncommon card and this char I mean it's a Charizard huh? but uh, it's an uncommon card and so if you want it if you want this card in, in a mint condition it's getting a bit harder to find right now i mean it's not it's not the rarest set so you you're going to find listings but to find it in a good condition it's it's getting a bit harder but uh, i was really baffled like last weekend when i checked the price of this one in particular which went for 86 pounds which is 105 francs which i found completely crazy because just a few days ago the same kind of listing was going for 20 pounds which is 25 francs and it's like one fourth uh, of the price and when i say just a few days before i really mean a few days before it was like four days before so in four days i don't know what's happened but like the the market is really gone crazy if you're shopping on the weekend right now on ebay you might be making the worst deals of the history of pokemon cards right now so this is an example uh that I, that i saw recently but there's many others do you want to add something yeah, um, I think what's key here is um, I think the influence of Instagram as well, not only just uh, poker tubers and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, I'm definitely seeing a hell of a lot more posts around the Radiant collection uh, and especially around uh, Charmander, uh, Charmeleon and um, Charizard. Um, and, uh, and, you know, that's... People see these posts, I think it opens their eyes up because a lot of people are new investors uh, and collectors, sorry, uh, in Pokemon and they don't even realize. I, I, to be honest, I wasn't even aware of, of this card until you started telling me about the Radiant collection. And I started in, um, you know, looking into the Mew, uh, the Reshi Ram, uh, and cards from, from the 2012 Radiant collection. And as, when I was looking for those, I stumbled across this card and I was like, wow quite a nice card but yeah i think before the recent sales that you just showed i think it was a card that was definitely being slept on um yeah it, it you know more eyeballs that you know people put on these cards exactly yeah more- with, with no product up. available right now on the market uh i think people are 
just looking back, back at what's still available out there and they are discovering stuff that they might not have before if they if they if they were just keeping on buying the the vivid voltage set or uh, the, the shining fates uh, hidden fates or, or whatever and uh, and i think that's, that's the reason why some of these cards are uh, getting more popular and i had also had the example of uh, another card that i bought uh, recently so uh, the, it's the kanasawa uh, uh, promo pikachu that was released in uh, in uh, i think november if i'm not uh, mistaken uh, so this is a listing from two days ago. So this is a US listing. So just to show that it's not uh, a thing that is only going on in 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 the UK. Uh, so that 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 card gave, went for uh, eighty dollars uh, on the first of uh, February. Uh, but if you went back uh, two weeks before, uh, the card was going on for for thirty dollars. So to, just to show you the the trend is not just for a, a few uh, selected. Uh, uh, cards, but it's it's really something that is uh, happening all over the all over the um, the sales on eBay. Yeah, and it's just crazy. I, I don't know if you've also noticed um, the sealed product which this promo comes with is being sold for over five hundred dollars now. And um, Jake, uh, twice Jake, Jake, he was saying, you know, if you can get it at five hundred dollars, that's a bargain. And I was like, wow. <laughs> that is just insane. It's, if people are yeah, it's completely that. insane. I, I remember um, because I was looking into these products uh, right when they were releasing. I, I was quite interested in the in the release of uh, shiny shiny Starvi, uh, uh, the Japanese set. Uh, I think it was at the end of November last year, and uh, I think the box was going for two hundred two hundred dollars back then. And uh, I was thinking, ah. That's a bit expensive, and it's a Japanese product. I, I should not buy this. And uh, and you see now, like three, not even three months, two months later, uh, the box is going for over five hundred dollars right now. So, uh, so I mean, it's it's it it also shows that even for Japanese, it's happening. It's not just for the 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 English cards, which is kind of crazy. One product I find which is absolutely desirable. Is the Crobat V box uh, for Shiny Star uh-huh. V uh, in Japanese? It's such a beautiful product, and I am so tempted to import that from Japan to get my hands on that. Yeah, the, the only issue with this product is that it has only like four packs inside or six packs, something like that. And um, yeah, it's not there's not too many, but I, I would just love to have that just for, just for the Crobat promo and the box. It's just yeah. uh, a stunning. Pink. Yeah, it's like pink and and green, right? Uh, it's very, uh, very unique. It's so nice. Um, yeah, I sh- I'm tempted. I'm tempted to, <laughs> to import that one. But yeah, I can't hold out. I probably buy too much. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 hard to give you a recommendation. Like the the, the times are crazy right now. It's it's um, it sounds like a bad idea if you ask me, but. Uh, yeah, there might not be another opportunity to get it uh, at uh, such a low price because it's the kind of product that doesn't really get reprinted anyway. So I, I wouldn't really know what to recommend you uh, on this one. <laughs> well, I've definitely taken your advice uh, last week. That was uh, Hidden Fates. <laughs> ah, right. um, yeah. Yeah, as, as everyone knows, uh, Hidden Fates uh, restock and reprint um, it's just being sold for astronomical amounts of money. Um, even to the point now, 
retailers are selling the ETB for double the price. Yeah. So the recommended retail price in the UK is £52.50 for, for, for that specific ETB. And I had to buy one from a retailer for £105, which is double the money. And, you know, it's just insane, really, that, you know, are retailers doing it to combat scalpers? Or are they just going, there's an opportunity here to, you know, double our monies? Um, uh, what's your take on it? Yeah, uh, it's uh, it's uh, it's a hard game, really, because the, the, the products, I mean... It, they're not stupid, the retailers, they are, they are people like us, you know, and uh, they see what's happening behind their back and uh, they know that scalpers are coming and that if they sell something for a retail price, it's not the actual customers who are going to get access to the product in the end. So, so yeah, I guess the, one of the solutions they have found to, uh, to, uh, to solve the scalper issue is to uh, increase artificially the, the price themselves because uh, if if they increase the price then the scalpers won't be able to increase it so much so maybe that will keep them away from from the market i can understand the strategy behind it and also the fact that they are having very limited stocks we've talked about it about shining fates but it's the same for hidden fates uh, there's uh, there's uh, limited stocks for the for the the resellers so uh, for, for them it's all also actually a bad situation because they cannot sell as much as they would like to and they cannot make as much revenue as uh, as they would like to so I think it's it's uh, honestly it's justified. I'd rather pay a premium price to a reseller than to uh, some scalpers, if I may say, uh, because uh, I don't know. At least it's honest, and uh, uh, and uh, I don't know. There's, but yeah, it's it's hard. It's hard to say. It's um, yeah, it's it's hard. Yeah, I I understand. It's and, a bad situation for everyone, and. Uh, I, I do feel for the shops and the retailers because in the end of the day, it could be their record-breaking year for sales and they just don't have the product to sell it. Uh, the demand is there, but um, yes, I, I do feel for them. Yeah, um, when you when you saw that video of Randolph uh, uh, mentioning that the, um, the suppliers were giving the products directly to fake shops uh, that, that, that had made up... Uh, uh, certain uh, e-commerce website to pretend that they were actually selling the products and that at the end of the day they are they are just there to make as much stock as they can and then resell the the product as a, for for a premium. I, I yeah I, I it's it's hard for everyone, right? And uh... yeah, it, it's quite. I think scary. The scariest point for me about all of this is need to get enthusiasm of kids back into Pokemon and if they can't get their hands on the product how are people supposed to sell their uh, gem mint vintage PSA cards for thousands of dollars in the future I mean there's no in- there's no interest in it because the kids of today just can't get their hands on the product yeah that's true so how are they supposed to have a nostalgia because we're talking about uh, spending a hundred uh, pounds on uh, on an ETB right now, but we are collectors. Uh, we 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 are we are older and uh, uh, we have a little bit more money than than the kids uh, who uh, who who open a pack uh, every week because uh, that's their pocket money that they get from from their parents and uh, and they can buy one or two packs per week uh, from the from the supermarket and. Uh, 
and uh, and we are here discussing these uh, 100 pounds uh, ETBs and uh, and uh, and saying yeah that's the price we're willing to pay for this so it's true in a way we're taking away the the market from from the the hands of the kids the kids and uh, it's it's a little bit sad and uh, it could have uh, some uh, uh, bad consequences you were just saying yeah uh, I would like to actually bring in a point uh, about one of our fellow Instagrammers who we follow uh, Gorilla. Um, Lee is his name, and he made a a post um, basically having a go at the scalpers because these scalpers have already somehow got their hands on the um, General Mills cereal promos in America, and they are selling each packet of cards, which had three free cards in each packet, and they're selling it for $60 a pack. Wow. And it's just... It's just frightening because and, and to Lee's point he said you know you're really are taken away from kids here because getting toys in the cereal was like one of the things you do as a kid like you know it's aimed at kids um so you know if you're taking that away and scalping it you know how are kids supposed to enjoy this yeah no definitely and uh yeah it's supposed to be something that makes the kids excited to eat the, their cereals in the morning and uh and uh yeah no i, I get i get the, i get the point and uh, uh i mean the, the these cars are valuable in a way because they, they are not available worldwide once again and uh, they are not available for everyone so yeah it's it's um it's hard uh it's uh it's it feels again to the to the dynamic of the fact that the u.s has access to more products and uh, i guess there's like if if you're if you're uh, the guerrilla guy you were mentioning i think is, is from the uk as well and uh, i guess that's that's how he heard about it because some people from the uk were willing to buy these cereals uh cards because they cannot have access it access to it in in the uk right so um yeah um yeah, it's I don't know. It's it's such a bad situation right now. It's uh, I've been collecting for what five months, uh, and uh, and we've really hit a low right now. Like in terms of availability, in terms of attitude, I guess in in the community, in terms of hype as well. Like all of the influencers also uh, adding some oil to the fire. We know that. Uh, uh, Logan Paul is uh, going to come back as well, and uh, and so on, and uh, and yeah, like it makes you think really, like uh, what, like this little hobby that was just worth a little, a, a few, a few francs, a few pounds uh, before, and uh, that you just spent a little time here and there uh, aside of your activities, and maybe now you have a little more time for it, and so on, but like it's really becoming very difficult to access. It's very becoming uh, something a little bit luxurious somehow. Like we are entering somehow the the the, the luxury world right now, given the, the limited availability and the prices are increasing everywhere. And, uh, and, uh, and yeah, we're excluding people with lower uh, incomes from the, from the hobby slowly. We are excluding the kids from the hobby slowly as well. And, uh, and even people like us who, who are just spending a little bit of money aside from our main revenues on on stuff that we like, uh, I might stop buying from uh, for, uh, at some point if the situation doesn't change. Like because I'm not going to spend 300 francs on a, on an ETB if that's all that's available in the future. I will just find something else. 
Yeah, and that's the thing, right? We're, we're always looking to alternatives, aren't we? Because I think we haven't given in to the scalpers. We're always seeing, right, what something goes crazy, what's the next thing to look at? What, you know, what else would we like to add to our collection? That's been, obviously, Radiant Collection cards. It's been um, Sword and Shield Gold cards. Um, and, you know, other, you know, um, yeah. you know GX and EX cards. That you know that takes our fancy. Um, and yeah, there there are some deals to be had out there, but you know it's close. You know, it's all just getting so undersaturated, and everything's just been wiped out of the market. And I think you made a very good point the other day about seeing these um, Pokemon flippers on Instagram, basically just tossing cards around, which are like dream pieces for many people, and they're just throwing it around like. To paint that like, normal piece of cardboard. Yeah, that's correct. Because they see, they don't see the the cards for uh, as a piece of art or as a, as a, as a hobby like we like we do, but just as a potential uh, value to to be made here and uh, and like all these cards and all the things that you dream of uh, on your free time. Uh, some people are just making a business out of it and uh, and uh, and treating it like it's nothing more than potential value and uh, it hurts somehow as uh, someone who has uh, uh, affection when i see my handooms when i see uh, uh, when i see my reshrams when i see uh, all of these cards being handled like they are just uh, uh, a potential uh, bill of uh, 500 uh, once it's graded and uh, and uh, graded to uh, to attend like i'm like uh, fuck like what's happened to my hobby and what what am i gonna do now like am i do i still want to be part of this you know because what's left for me really like yeah yeah and uh, i do worry sometimes like i'll be i'll be adding fuel to the fire as well because we are uh, millennials who have grown up with pokemon as children um we've been quite successful uh, in our careers so far and we have that disposable income and obviously being in a pandemic right now we don't have that we don't have anything else to spend that disposable income on um and yeah we you know we've got that disposable income to spend on pokemon so those scalpers are looking at people like us going well they've got some money to spend they want the cards um but obviously we haven't anything ridiculously overpriced but you know um you look at what we purchased six months ago, it's a hell of a lot more expensive now. Yeah. It goes back to my point about the booster boxes. We have not backed off yet. Yeah. Exactly. And it, the prices just keep creeping up. Like, it was a week, uh, me and you basically nearly spent like a thousand pound on PSA cards within two days. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's some moments we've been a bit crazy about, about stuff. Yeah, that's uh, that's true. Um, anyways, moving on, um, I guess we have some uh, lighter topic. Maybe we can take a little break before we continue on unpopular opinions. Yeah, I, th I thought this would be um, quite an interesting uh, topic to go and talk about because, you know, a lot of people, there's a lot of hype. They, a lot of people go on about, you know, what's to, what to invest in, how to make a million pounds in Pokemon, but, you know, what are those areas to us that are, you know, not that great, uh, but, you know, to others is amazing. And for me, um, it's amazing rares. And in particular, graded 
amazing res. Um, to, in person, when you look at them at an angle, you see all the textured colors. It's just amazing. Uh, but when they've been put into a PSA slab, I just find it so underwhelming, and they just don't look that great. Your, what's your thoughts? Yeah, I agree. I think, I mean, I agree. To, to, I, mean, I still find them like really nice looking, but uh, that's really the kind of car that you need to get a little closer to, to see the details, to really appreciate uh, what they are. And uh, and once you put them in, in the slab, yeah, I don't know, it, it, it's just... As a bigger object, um, when you because when you, when you put the, a car in these slabs, like they, they take more space and so on, like it, it you need you take a little bit more distance to it, and uh, I don't know, like I agree, like if you cannot feel the texture, you know, because the, the obviously the card is uh, is behind the, um, a piece of, uh, of plastic, so you cannot touch it anymore, and uh, and so on. I think it takes away something. I don't know if I would say that they're necessarily a bad idea, uh, but uh, I, I would I would say I agree on, on this with you. Like uh, it takes away something if you if you put them in a slab like this. Yeah, it's still a great card, uh, but how amazing, amazing rare is, <laughs> and how cool they are. You expect you just. It's not that it hasn't got that wow factor when you see it in a, in a, in a graded yeah, that's slab. True. That's true. Um, you know, I don't know. Is that because we're so used to seeing all these new full arts uh, in slabs, and we're just so used to seeing the whole card in artwork? Um, no, no. I think it's. it's just I, think you, I think you've got a point. I think it's because the the, the card is. It's more in the nuance, you know. It, it's not like so much, um, so much in your face uh, in terms of the design. That's that's the kind of card you really, yeah. You need to to uh, to to have in your hands to uh, to really appreciate it. And uh, it's not like seeing it on a listing. Uh, it doesn't really look the same. I'm actually surprised that people have uh, taken a liking for this card in a way because uh, it's quite subtle. I mean, subtle. It's it's a it's a bomb of color. But, uh, yeah. But you're right. And I think that subtleness is that it's not full art. And I think what's strange is that it has got that burst of color, but it has those yellow borders. Yeah. And I think you see yellow borders more, they're more pronounced in a slab. I think yeah. most of the time when they're out of a slab, you're within your hand and you're looking at it much closer. Um, yeah, right. Yeah, for so... me, it's just kind. Of, it's just underwhelming, and I'm not in any rush to grade my amazing res <laughs> anytime soon. Yeah, no, I get your point. And on my side, I had uh, also a uh, unpopular opinion. Uh, I think the most uh, overrated card of the moment, by far, is the special delivery Pikachu. Um, I'm not saying that. I mean, I might say that because I'm bitter because I cannot get it. Uh, let's be let's be clear on this. Uh, but I think the craze around that card and the upcoming uh, Charizard special delivery Charizard is just it's just got out of hands, and I think it doesn't deserve. So I put here like uh, some of the prices this card is going for right now, and I just I just don't get it because I don't think it's a nice card. I don't think it's a very nice looking card. I think like the background is very plain yeah okay pikachu is uh, wearing uh, 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 the clothes from uh, from the mailman but i've seen so many more uh, 
promos from Pikachu in the past uh, that are so much better than this one. I really just, I don't get the craze around this one. It's, for me, it's really typically uh, an example of uh, of a, a hype train and uh, everybody's like uh, um, talking about this card and making other people want it as well. And it's like uh, this kind of circle that just never ends. But and and in terms of prices, it doesn't make sense either because it's just such a recent card. Like there is absolutely no guarantee that this card is not going to be reprinted at another for another occasion. I think like if you assume that this card is never going to be reprinted right now, you might want to reconsider your opinion because I I mean I know that it was printed for a special occasion. It was for the opening of the uh, Canadian. Uh, uh, Pokemon Center, uh, obviously as it's written here on the on the slap, but uh, I don't know. Um, what what are your thoughts on on this card? I, I know you like it. I, I totally see where you're coming from. Um, again, it's not an amazing full art card which we're used to now. With all these these cards and sets like with Champions Path and whatnot, um, but for me really resonates with my year of lockdown Pokemon because we got in life was delivered to us in 2020 and have a car that kind of, it wasn't meant to, but it resembles that time in my life. I think there's quite a bit of value in it for me there. But then again, I don't believe in paying these ridiculous prices for it. Um, and you're right. It could definitely be reprinted at any moment because we're reliving 2020 with lockdown. Like in the UK, we're still in a full lockdown. And um, yeah, I know it's not the opening of the Canadian um, Poke Centre again, but you know, yeah. they just go, just reprint it. Yeah. And that leaves the question again of uh, how we're going to get our hands on it uh, in Europe. But uh, that's that's for another another episode. I guess uh, we'll have the chance to talk about it when the Charizard is uh, being announced. Definitely. So for our last topic of the day, I know you wanted to talk about uh, Pokemon Revolution, PokéRev, uh, who did uh, an interesting um, poll recently. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I found this quite interesting. It's obvious, you know, most of these people are going to vote for Pokemon. Um, but, you know, in, in the end of the day, we're in a world where there's many TCGs, not just Pokemon. And I thought it'd be quite interesting to sort of look at this poll poll result and see, you know, how much of that market share does Pokemon hold amongst um, the other TCGs? Um, and that's right. And, like, yeah. At the moment, we know that Yu-Gi-Oh is actually quite popular, and I was actually super surprised to see that it was only eight percent of the people who were voting for Yu-Gi-Oh. Uh, yeah, I thought there was quite of a com- kind of a competition. I mean, not on the same level, but yeah, like um, we are very focused on, on Pokemon and Pokemon TCG and uh, we don't really see what's happening in the other TCGs. And uh, yeah, it's interesting to see these results. Yeah, and it's definitely, Yu-Gi-Oh! is definitely growing. Uh, I think we just saw the largest um, po- uh, Yu-Gi-Oh! Uh, sale ever this week. I believe there was a case of Blue Eyes White Dragon to boxes sold for over $200,000. Wow. Okay. Um, and yeah, um, yeah. In the grand scheme of things, one 
set first edition box of Pokemon now sells for 400,000. But this was a whole case of booster boxes. So um, it's still a little... It's still a bit of a way to go, uh, but you know it's definitely growing. And who knows? We're in six months. See where those values go. Um, but yeah, Yu-Gi-Oh was a massive part of my childhood growing up. I probably had a larger Yu-Gi-Oh card collection uh, growing up. Um, okay, and I, 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 I really, yeah, I loved Yu-Gi-Oh. Uh, it was it was a it, I found it a TCG, which was far simpler. Pokemon. Okay. Because of because of my age, I don't know. Um, but yeah, I really, I really loved Yu-Gi-Oh. But uh, yeah, Pokemon holds a you know a, a small part of me. Mm-hmm. I, I just love uh, Pokemon as well. But yeah, I, I don't have. Any... I actually. Sorry. Sorry. Go ahead. So they, um, yeah, I don't have any experience with the other TCGs. Uh, I've never bought any Digimon, Dragon Ball. Or, or Magic the Govern. So I don't know if you, if you purchased any of these TCGs. Yeah, I actually uh, grew up playing Magic the Gathering much more than, than Pokemon as well. Uh, I, I, I started with Pokemon when I was uh, a little kid and uh, I had my cousin to, uh, to, uh, to, to play on the, on, the, on the weekends together. Uh, but uh, growing up, I, I got away from Pokemon completely. Like, uh, at, at, you know, that's the kind of thing Like you're 10 years old and then you grow and you're 14. And then when you're 14, you're like, oh, yeah, that's, that's for when I was a kid. Like, I'm not doing that anymore. So I wanted something that was a bit more adult. And uh, I, I went through to, uh, to, to Magic the Gathering. And, uh, but never as a, as a collecting uh, hobby. Really as a, as a TCG, as, a, as something that I would play uh, games with my family, play games with uh, some of my friends. And uh, actually stuck with it for quite, uh, quite a while. I think uh, three or two or three years. Uh, I was playing it every summer with, uh, with my, with my uh, friends and family. And uh, also eventually got away from it. But, uh, but yeah, uh, I, I think Magic the Gathering had never really been so much into, so much uh, of a collect- collection kind of a hobby, but more really a, a playing uh, you really want to make the, the best decks and uh, best strategies and stuff. I think it's a bit deeper than what uh, Pokemon has to offer. You have uh, much more diversity, I think, in the kind of uh, decks that you can build. And uh, I think that's why it's uh, it's such a beloved uh, game to play and not so much of a, of a, of a game to collect. Yeah. Um, it's just, yeah, it's a whole new world for me. Um, I don't even think I've held a magic card. <laughs> really? Yeah. Uh, let, let... <laughs> well, actually, I think yeah. uh, I think Pokemon was uh, inve- invented pretty much on the base of uh, of Magic the Gathering. You have pretty much the same idea of having uh, an attacker, and then you have the uh, energies in in Magic the Gathering. It's the uh, fields that you collect and uh, that you need to use in order to uh, to activate the powers of your uh, of your uh, of your creatures and uh, so it's kind of I think Pokemon has been thought as a simpler version of uh, Magic the Gathering uh, because it was uh, made by Wizards of the Coast right uh, so I don't know if the rules were invented I I, I don't know actually the, ori- the origins of the Pokemon TCG uh, but I wouldn't be surprised if uh, um, Wizards of the Coast uh, had uh, a heavy influence on uh, yeah. The, the rule. 
Well, um, they the, the very first Pokemon TCG cards were printed uh, with a white background and a Magic the Gathering background. It was only recently one of those Blastoise cards were sold on Heritage Auctions. I believe it went for something like three hundred and sixty thousand dollars, something like that. Correct. I yeah, I remember. Yeah. Yeah, so we might be onto something without even knowing, but uh, but yeah. All right, that was the last topic for today. Uh, so it's that time when we thank you for having followed the Pokemon Tea Time with us. Um, we invite you to, of course, subscribe to the channel if you have not done already, uh, and to like this video. Uh, that would help us, of course. We're just getting started, so we, we're going to need all the help that we, we can get to, to reach out to, to more people. Um, that was uh, Mr. Houndoom on Instagram, so um, uh, if, you, if you want to, to follow me, uh, I'm Mr. Houndoom, Mr. Houndoom on, on, inter on Instagram. Yeah, I'm uh, the Pokemon Noob on Instagram, and yeah, uh, thanks for listening, everyone, and uh, we hope to see you again. Yeah, we'll, 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 we'll schedule, of course, uh, other podcasts for the future, but uh, we don't know yet when. Uh, it's going to come, but uh, just, just stay tuned and, uh, and you will see. Thank you very much once again and uh, talk to you in the next one. Thank you, Sean. Bye. Thank you. Bye.